sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. One of the most common questions that Catholics and non-Catholics alike ask is, why do Catholics have to confess their sins to a priest? It's a common question. It's a question though, like most questions when it comes to our faith, that has an answer, a good answer, a real answer, and an important answer. And that's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that as always, we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's show, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is... Ignition at sfcatholic.org. That's right, Robin Bruggeman. It's ignition <laughs> at sfcatholic.org. Uh, Robin Bruggeman is, once again, my host for today's episode. Mm -hmm. And Robin, this is kind of listener feedback. It sure is. This is an episode that one of your kids, yeah. or a topic that one yeah. of your kids proposed we discuss. Yeah. yeah. So can you set the stage a little bit since it was one of your lovely children who said, yeah. Mom, can you guys please yeah. talk about this on Ignition? Can you give us some context? Well, um, kids do talk about faith-related things in school. Mm -hmm. So I have, a, mm -hmm. I have a couple teenagers um, out of my seven kiddos um, that do have to defend the faith and um, get asked different things about our faith. And so I've been asking them, usually before we come in, before I come in, I'll ask them what should we talk about it. And they said, you know, we get asked this question at school. Why do you have to confess your sins to a priest? Why can't you go to anybody? Why do you have to tell anybody? Why can't you go straight to God? So, um, so I'm just, I'm glad that the kids are bringing this to uh, my attention, the things they're getting asked, so that I can ask you when I don't know. <laughs> right. um, so I just think it's a great thing that we can talk about this on your show, because I know I'm not the only one that are getting these questions. In fact, some of you people listening might get in the workplace right, or out and about. Sure. So um, yeah, I'm excited for you to give us the answer on that so we can know when we get asked that question. Yeah. So, and I think what would... Um, <laughs> okay. This is like several steps removed. Well, no, I think you could answer this question. I was going to try. I was going. To, I, I want to ask you to get in the side, in the side, the heads of your kids' friends. But in fact, I think you'll be so able I've to do this pretty probably. easily. Exactly yeah. because I'm a uh, you, convert. You did not. You, you did not grow up in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, yep. What what do you think they would say back if your kids said to them, "Well, why not confess your sins to a priest?" Like if I'm the person asking, like, well, I can yeah. go straight to God. Yeah. Yeah. But why not go? So, okay. So if I said, if you asked me, why do you confess your sins to a priest? And if I said, but why not do it? Oh. What? What? Why not do it? Well, because you don't need to, because either God already knows what you did as a sin, or you can just talk to him about it. Okay. And okay. then all is good. Okay. Um, and, and there are so answers to those questions. That's, that's not the right that's way. Good. <laughs> that, that's good. Um, okay, but, but why don't you want to? See, because I, as a Catholic, I love the fact, actually, I don't have to confess my sins to a priest. I get to confess Ooh. my sins to a priest. Wow. It's I like not that a, okay, at this point, or that, practice, that comeback. Ma <laughs> practice makes perfect. Um, it's not a burden or a chore. It's actually something that, okay, yeah, it's a little hard to do sometimes, mm -hmm. but it's good yes because most things that are good are at least to some degree a little bit hard yes 
So sure. I, I, I think I, there, there is an answer. I'm not trying to dodge or avoid yep, the yep, question. Yep. Why do you have to? But I think it's, it's a, I, I think one way to answer is by saying, I don't have to, I get to. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Did you have a follow up right now? I know. I, Cause I know you, well, figures just, you know, Robin, by the way, your kids can watch this episode. You don't need to take notes to give the answer. Oh, that's they, true. They, I know. <laughs> I know. But what if I don't watch it? I'm like, okay. Um, well, I think it just reminded me of an episode we did a long time ago about having hard conversations. Mm. That was a really good episode we did. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, you talked about asking more questions. Yep. So that was what you yeah, yeah. Did, yes, I did to me then yes. in that little well, why not? setup thing yeah, that we just yeah. reenacted. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so that's, if you looked at me and you're like, she's going to say something, that's what it was. Okay, got it. Great. All good. Back to you. Uh, now, <laughs> so... A couple of things. I think again, I, to take seriously that because it, it, it is a, it's a common question, as I it said is. in the open, that it's not just other Christians or other people, mm-hmm. um, but it's a Catholic, lot of Catholics why do we wonder. Have to do it? Yeah. Um, yeah, and I do think there's that. Well, it's not a have to; it's a get to. But a lot yeah. of people. I love that. Uh, I love that you. Uh, we'll come back to that, that yeah. later. Yep. Uh, but why do we have to? Okay, so first of all, a couple of things. Um, we know from the Gospels that Jesus gave the authority to forgive sins to the apostles. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that if he didn't expect them to exercise it? Mm. So John chapter 20, I believe I, we, we could look it up, but mm-hmm. um, it, it, well, I will look it up. But in John chapter 20, it's after the resurrection. It's, I want to get specific so that people can uh, reference it themselves. It's after the resurrection, um, Jesus appears to the disciples, to the apostles who are locked in the upper room and says to them, peace be with you. Okay. Um, so, and then he gives them, he breathes on them, gives them to the authority to forgive sins. And so here we go. This is John 20, 19 and following. On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being shut where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I send you. Now verse 22. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 23. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. That's John 20, verse 23. Mm-hmm. Jesus gives to the, to the apostles in his name, not their own, mm-hmm. but he does give them the authority. He shares with them his power to forgive sins. Mm-hmm. So this is a power which is proper to him alone. It, only God can forgive sins, mm-hmm. but he can do it through others through men and and here he gives that authority to to the apostles so again mm-hmm. go back to my question why would he do i mean by doing that obviously it's it, it seems pretty clear that he intends them to exercise this authority mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 priests so the apostles and and the apostles in turn passed on the power the authority the responsibilities that they had from Jesus they in turn did what he did he passed he gave it to them they passed that on to others mm-hmm. bishops and priests yep. specifically yep. so um we see here and in other places too Jesus gives in Matthew's gospel Peter the keys mm-hmm. to the kingdom um, the power to uh, bind and loose, mm-hmm. which is a, which is a way to refer to, among other things, the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. Jesus extends his power to 
the apostles, and through them it, it's passed on to bishops and priests to forgive sins. Mm-hmm. And, and, and reconciliation is one way among others that this is exercised. Mm-hmm. So I think it's useful just to make like to help people begin to wrap their minds about it. Robin, where else do priests and bishops exercise their authority to forgive sins? Is there anything else that comes to your mind where priests or bishops forgive sins? Outside of confession? Outside of confession. Uh, baptism. Thank yeah. you. Yes, yes, there there are a number of places, but that mm-hmm. was that's the that's the, the first, the first, kind of the main, the yeah. main one. Okay. So in baptism, that for, now to be honest, that that can anybody can baptize mm-hmm. theoretically. So, so mm-hmm. it's true that that power to forgive sins is not um, the power uh, of to forgive sins, which happens in baptism, is not ju- exclusively to just priests uh, or bishops. Just priests yeah. or bishops. Yeah. But we do see that Jesus gives that authority to forgive sins. In the instance of baptism, mm-hmm. to mere mortals. Right, right. Um, yeah. So, w- w- there's an important point here. I, if I am outside of the community community of faith, I cannot, I can't, I can't crash the party by my own. I can't, I can't, I can't baptize myself. Okay. Why not? Hmm. Why can't I, Chris, I baptize me, (laughs) myself. I baptize myself um, in the name of the Father, hmm. Son, and Holy Spirit. Why not? Why can't I do that? I'm not actually sure. I mean, I know you can't, but I don't know if I know why. Because because in order to be brought into the community, into the family of God, into the body of Christ, into the temple of the Spirit, which is what the church is, in order to join the community of disciples, I have to be brought in by another. Hmm, That's why I can't, I'm kind of pointing at the door of the studio, I can't crash the party by myself. Interesting. In order to be joined to Jesus Christ in the church, which is his body, in order to be joined to Jesus Christ, somebody else has to bring Hmm. me in. I have to be a plus one. Ah, nice. I have to be brought in by somebody else. <laughs> Interesting. I'm baptized by others. Mm-hmm. If I leave the party by committing a serious sin knowingly and freely, aka a mortal sin, if I leave the party, I can't crash the party again. I have to be brought wow. in by somebody else. If I am separated from the body of Christ by serious sins, whether that's the original sin that we're all born in, or whether that's a mortal sin that I've actually committed, mm-hmm. I have to be reintegrated to the body. I have to be, I, I, I'm a severed limb. I have to be mm-hmm. reattached to the body by some, Jesus Christ working through someone else. Oh my goodness. That's really wild and cool. So, so. Huh. I did not know any of that you, or you, in that way. Yeah. So I mean, it, I knew it, that you had to be, but I didn't know right. why. Yeah. So, <gasps> so. Having said that, mm-hmm. it is possible for me. So I said, when I've cut myself off from the family mm-hmm. of God, if I've committed venial sins, I can confess them straight to God. Confession, the sacrament of reconciliation is specifically inte- created, given to us by God for when we've definitively broken communion with him and his church mm-hmm. uh, by committing a mortal sin. It is true that I can confess my venial sins directly to God, but the church in her wisdom invites, allows, and encourages me to confess 
even my venial. So I only have to confess mm-hmm. my mortal sins. Will you I give examples them. real quick of um, to your listeners? What give examples of venial sins? Because you might have people Catholic that don't know okay. those terms, and especially non-Catholics are like, "What is a venial?" Yeah, Can that's you give a, example. Yeah. Uh, I'll, probably so. If I um, uh, <laughs> if I, if I get impatient. Okay, yeah, impatient with my kids. Okay, that's a venial sin. Okay, it's like um, little things that we could do I throughout our day. If I abused my kid, that'd be a mortal sin. There we go. Okay. Um, if I submit to a little bit of road rage and maybe make a bad gesture to somebody, <laughs> I don't do that. I do road rage, but I, I don't, I don't manifest don't itself of, with with a gesture. That'd probably be a venial sin. Yep. If I like. <laughs> Smashed what? into their yeah, car or something the car. on purpose. That's probably more uh, closer to a mortal <laughs> yeah, sin. Yeah, okay. I just um, wanted to give people an idea just so they're like, yeah, hey, what does that mean? Serious versus yeah. not yeah, as serious. Yeah, okay, They're thanks. still sins, right. but they're not as serious. Okay, thanks. They don't kill my life with God. Okay. Okay. Um, so the church still, even with venial sins, even though I don't need to confess them, the church encourages in those. And this goes back to, why do you Catholics have to and my response I get to mm-hmm. so I there is so a beauty in being a being able getting to confess my sins to a man who has been empowered and authorized by Jesus Christ himself to do just that so that's what we're going to be talking about in just a minute but if you're just tuning in you're listening to ignition I'm your host Dr. Chris Bergwald talking today with Robin Bruggeman um, about the question why do Catholics have to confess their sins to a priest so when we started off here Robin by talking about looking to scripture about how Jesus gave the authority mm-hmm. to forgive sins to the apostles and, and it comes down through them to our priests and bishops today mm-hmm. and it's exercised in in, in several ways, especially baptism and as as well as the sacrament of reconciliation. So mm-hmm. this is where now though, okay, um, so especially we, we, we do it for mortal sins because we've left the party, we've left the family. Mm-hmm. And, and just as I can't join the family on my own to begin with, it requires somebody else baptizing me. Mm-hmm. I can't rejoin the family after I've left the family. Um, that requires the sacrament of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say sacrament of reconciliation, confession. that is confession. That is, so yeah, it's just also to called, make sure yep, yep, people you, know what we're yep. talking about here. It's got different names. <clears throat> so this kind of gets into the whole, so it's not just, or I only have to, have to do that if I've committed a mortal sin. Um, so why would I for mm-hmm. venial sins as well? So this gets into the, I get to go to confession. Yeah. I get to confess my sins to a priest um, beyond I have to. Mm-hmm. The catechism, so there, there's a number of things, and you touched on one of them uh, before we started recording. Um, when I go to confession, part of it, one of the first things that many of us do as Catholics is we do an examination mm-hmm. of conscience. Mm-hmm. We reflect on what I've done or failed to mm-hmm. do, what sins I've committed or omitted, or what, what sins of commission or omission. Mm-hmm. So I've done something or I didn't do something that I should have. Right. I did something I shouldn't, or I didn't do something that I should. Those are sins of commission or omission. Since the last time I went to confession, reflecting on however long that time mm-hmm. may have been. Yep. Um, and thinking, all right, looking, and there are tons of great different guides that can mm-hmm. help you do this in a yes, more systematic way. Resources. Um, uh, so you can find, if you if you were to do an internet search for, search for examination of conscience, you'd find all sorts of yeah. great examples. Um but to, to reflect on that is just a good thing. Self awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Is a healthy thing it at is. a human level. 
to be be aware of my faults and my failings Mm -hmm. at a human level is a good thing. So forget about the second reconciliation, just to regularly reflect on uh, my day. This is another, an examination of consciousness. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the examine. Um, uh, just, and and it can entail, so where, where has God been present to me throughout my day? Where, where, where was he present to me, but I missed him? Where was he present to me that I recognized him? Mm -hmm. And part of that will oftentimes like, okay, and where did I fail to be present to God or Mm -hmm. others failed to love God by, by the sins that I committed Mm -hmm. today? Mm -hmm. So that that duly doing that on a daily daily basis. Yeah. It's a good thing. It's a great, I mean, like you mentioned, it helps you just be a good person. Yep. It helps you be a holy person. Yep. But a good person. Exactly. Yep. A good human being. <laughs> a good human being. Um, yeah. And it's just to, to, to recognize the, the areas in my life that I need to grow in to be exactly. attentive to, mm-hmm. uh, apart from reconciliation or confession. But mm-hmm. uh, so I, I ref, I'm reflecting before I go to confession with the priest on what I've done or failed to do. And then I actually have to tell another human being the things that I've done. Mm. And this is what the Catechism of the Catholic Church says in paragraph 1455. The confession or disclosure of sins. So the act of saying, disclosing, Mm -hmm. confessing, telling somebody else what I've done. The confession or disclosure of sins, even from a simply human point of view, frees us and facilitates our reconciliation with others. So again, even from a simply human point of view, it frees us and facilitates our reconciliation of others. It goes on. Through such an omission, man looks squarely at the sins he is guilty of, takes responsibility for them, and thereby opens himself again to God and to the communion of the church in order to make a new future possible. In order to make a new future possible. What is about to happen in the sacrament... Here here we go, Elise. What's about to happen in the sacrament of reconciliation, that all the crap that I have done in the last weeks, month, however long, is going to be wiped away and a new future is possible. Now, yes... Can I do this directly to with God? Can I uh, go into my bedroom or wherever, or can I sit in my car and say my sins to God? Yes, but but when I'm doing it with another human being, there is the re, um, I it requires me in a way that to be it just it it requires me at a deep in a deeper way to look squarely at my sins to take responsibility and to take responsibility for them so that that uh, new future becomes possible. I love that. So so when I'm thinking about what I've done or failed to do, and then I have to tell Father, mm-hmm. um, I get to tell Father. Uh, so it does require me looking squarely, as the catechism says, mm-hmm. at what I've done mm-hmm. and take responsibility for it. Yeah. And the church, by the way, so <laughs> confession, is, I, th- I have a tendency to overcomplicate confession. Really? Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been X weeks, days, month, X weeks or months in my case. Um, I try to go monthly. Um, it's been however long since my last confession. Um, and then I name my sins. And all... all <laughs> 
I don't need to explain. <laughs> I don't need to give the context. Even though I oftentimes do this. And you know why? Because, I, because I'm ashamed. And mm. I'm trying, even in the context of the reconciliation, I'm explaining. But I did just because of... Yeah, I'm not literally yeah, yeah, doing yeah. that, but I'm... I did this. I did that. I did the other thing. All, all, I, all I have to do, and and, and, just, and name them just name off. the sins. Bless me if I've sinned. Um, I, I got impatient. I, I got impatient with kids several times. Where I got impatient with kids, where I wasn't wasn't present to Jermaine, my mm-hmm. wife. Um, I, I really allowed. I distracted myself in prayer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I, I got impatient with kids because it was just you know it was a rough day. No, no, no. Uh, most priests don't stop us. Um, but they don't need to but hear they, but, that. But they don't need to. Mm-hmm. Just name it. And name it. He, and claim he, it. Name it don't claim it. Like, <laughs> no, let Jesus claim it. Let, um, name it and unclaim yeah, it. <laughs> I'm gonna claim, yeah. Name it and 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 the priest will oftentimes give us a little bit of spiritual counsel. Yeah. Um and uh a a, a, a penance and I said active condition and I, and um, he absolves me and I'm done. I, the last time I went to confession, um, I think it was about, it, it may, it maybe was three minutes. Oh it, it was probably well, two minutes. You got it down to a science. I, 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 <laughs> I've sinned. I, I named it my, the, the time of confessing my sins was, again, I try to go monthly. Mm-hmm. It's not like I'm not sinning. I just try to yeah, go yeah, on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah. Um, the, the actual time in which I was confessing my sins was easily less than, I, I'm sure it was less than 30 seconds. That's boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. Mm-hmm. Father had a little bit of counsel, a little bit of spiritual advice. For your penance, I want you to do this. Uh, make your act of contrition, I'll give you absolution. Mm-hmm. I said the act of contrition, he absolved me, we're done. Mm-hmm. I bet it was three minutes or less. Wow. I'm going to get behind you if I'm ever looking at another I'm like, <laughs> okay, that guy is fast. <laughs> Well, it may, it may have been a bad month. Who knows? Maybe I'll be in there longer. But no, but there is so going back. To, there, there's a benefit. There's a there, there, there's mm-hmm. just a psychological benefit of confessing my sins yeah. aloud. Yeah, and um, what I had written down while you're saying that is um, the other benefit of saying them out loud and confessing them is, um, and you kind of touch on this, like where. Um, well, just all of this, like an examination of conscience and confession, they help us to just be better, right? better people, better Christians, more self-aware, like you said. So you start to see when you go to confession, it gives you that opportunity then to, you know, you can get to be like, oof, I think I confess that like every single time where then you can go, you know, think, hmm, okay, there's an area that I could pray more right. on how I can try to get better at yep. X, Y, Z or grow in virtue in that way. Um, and it can then, you know, become part of your prayer life because then you become self-aware of the areas that you tend to struggle. And I, would you agree that most of us tend to have something we just, that's, oh, it's yeah. our vice, our oh, vice sure. that we tend to struggle with. Yeah. And so most of us probably I, are I used, confessing I, the same sort of yeah. thing. Yep. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, our lack of patience with the kids or whatever. Um, but I know that, I have found that too, where it's like, oh man, Robin, geez, this is like all you ever talk about in confession is these sins. And then it does help me to what? Have you heard the classic response to that? I don't know. Um, Father, I just keep confessing the same sins all the time. Well, at least you're not committing new ones. 
Oh, that's that's true. <laughs> Is that supposed to make us feel like oh, it makes me feel a bit better or not? <laughs> so it's not an encouragement to yeah. try out new sins, to be clear. Right, right. But so I think that's another bonus to being able to um, that we get to confess our sins to a priest because it really is just it truly helps us to be better yep. people. Now, I do want to acknowledge, mm-hmm. and I said this when I gave the whole I get to thing, I, I made an mm-hmm. allusion to it. I'm not saying it's not hard to do. Yeah. I mean, even for me, even though that that, that time I went to confession recently, it was just 30, but it, it, there is a, a, an appropriate level of, of guilt yeah. Or, yeah. and shame at the sins that I've committed. So yeah. I am sorry for having done the things that I did. Yeah. Um, and yeah, because there is something that I would think the more we um, tend to, um, you know, if, if you don't want to, it's kind of one of those things where if you don't want to confess something really horrible, I mean, you, do, you don't want to do something because you don't want to offend God and harm your relationship with him is of the utmost. But I think there is some something about if you do have to confess it or that's the right thing to yep. do to a priest that... Yep it might stop some things from happening because exactly. you're like, oof. Yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, there is that amount of guilt. So that, I think that's a good thing. We should feel bad or remorseful yep. for yep. the times that we have offended God yep. um, by the things we've done or failed to do. Yes. So by saying that to a priest, so So there, there is that like, Ugh. Yeah. But trust me, th- 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 when you start to go, so I was away from, I, I was away from the church um, for over two years early mm-hmm. in college. So um, would go to mass rarely. Um, didn't receive communion though because I knew I was committing a mortal sin by mm-hmm. skipping mass. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to reconciliation at all. So the first time after my revision that I went to confession, it had probably been a year or two mm-hmm. or more since I'd gone last. And that was that was a hard one. Mm-hmm. But the more often you go, even though there mm-hmm. still is that... yeah. Uh, it does but we get, all have it. it. And so like easier. even people that go regularly have it. So that's, it's an encouraging word to your listeners to come. If you've been away from the sacrament, Absolutely. please come. Don't yeah. be afraid of it. Oh. It's such a beautiful sacrament. Okay. So let this only help you, our talk. Right, right. And and listen, priests aren't going to yell at you in confession. Right. They won't yell at they you. They will not yell they at you will in not confession. They will not ever bring out anything you say past the confession. They, they can't and they won't. But I have to get to something. So I was thinking okay. something and then Elise passed me yeah. a note. She did really well at passing, passing notes in class, you guys. Elise asks, is there power in hearing you were actually forgiven? And I was going to say, one of the great things um, is when the priest says in the formula of oh. I absolve you from all your sins, yeah. which means oh. you are forgiven. So yes, can I confess my venial sins directly to God? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I don't, when I do that, I don't hear, even though I yeah. my sins are forgiven, yeah. I don't hear... About out loud, yeah. someone else saying Amen. to me, and again, yeah. it's not that the priest is greater than God. The priest is doing yeah, this he's because he's just in his place. It, it, yeah, yeah, because God is giving him the power yeah. to do it. He's yeah. the minister. He's the conduit. He is Jesus Christ to me in that. So mm-hmm. it is Jesus Christ saying through this man, "I forgive you. I absolve yes. your sins, all of your sins." Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. It is. You're washed clean, and you have and to be able to hear that. Beautiful. So, yes, at least, yeah, to the thanks. Point, Elise for that point to the the point of hearing that yeah. so yeah no I don't have to confess my sins to a I priest get I to. get to confess my sins to awesome. a priest and receive all of that awesome thanks Robin mm-hmm. and folks that will wrap up this episode of Ignition again you can email us ignition at sfcatholic ignition at sfcatholic.org with any questions about today's episode or ideas for future ones until next time God bless you